Hello, my friends. This is April 8, and I welcome you to my Songs and Stories podcast. Today's story is called The Butterfly Adventurer, Story 2, Tom and the Trumpeter. It's episode 5. Now, I like to start out all my stories with a little song that goes like this. Oi, ye time-bound travelers, lay down your cares and rest your bones, and I'll tell you a fairy tale about a wandering gnome. And now it's time for our story. Episode 5, The Butterfly Adventurer, Story 2. Tom and the Trumpeter. Now, this is a continuation of our story from last week, Tom and the Golden Butterfly. If you haven't heard that one, well, you could listen to it first, or you could listen after and see what you missed. But either way, the question is, where did we leave off? Well, here's what I remember. Tom had gone to the market to buy salt from the pixie peddler, There was a whole song about it, and the pixie peddler got our friend Tom thinking about adventure and the golden butterfly. And the next thing we knew, Tom trotted out of his village that nobody ever left as fast as his wee gnomey legs could carry him in search of this magical creature. And there Tom was, part of the glorious, mysterious world outside of his village gate. He was so excited. He just knew he would find the golden butterfly any minute, and his whole life would change for the better. Tom had grabbed his butterfly net on the way out of the door of his family's house, and now he kept his eyes peeled for that golden butterfly. And as he walked, he hummed a little tune, as travelers often do. Oh, to wander, wander, wander over hill away out yonder, out in the world so full of wonder. I wander, 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 wander on. Oh, oh, to wander, wander, wander over the hills and way out yonder. were thick and deep and green, with birds swooping and singing in the trees and squirrels running hither and thither. It seemed to Tom that they must be playing some sort of crazy game of tag. Huh. Tom's heart was full of joy. It's a joy that he'd never known before, to be so free and easy in the fresh air of the woods. The road he followed was not well trod, for whoever used it. Golden butterfly, golden butterfly, where are you? And as he walked on, Tom heard a strange sound coming from way off in the distance. What could that possibly be? Hmm. The sound became more of a song the closer he got. And before too long, he found himself in a magical musical meadow filled with joy. Hey, what's going on here? Tom asked a snail he'd met along the roadside. The snail looked up at Tom as though she'd never seen a gnome before. Eek! 
she pulled herself into her shell and peeked just one tiny tentacled eye out to look him over. You see, gnomes usually stay in their village, and she had lived in her forest her whole life. Tom suddenly felt a little shy. He'd never scared anyone before. Gosh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. The snail peeked a little bit more of her head out of her shell. Oh, oh, you didn't scare me. Oh, well, good. Um, well, then why are you hiding in your shell? I'm not hiding in my shell, said the snail, coming out of her shell. Uh, well, great. Okay. Um, I, I was just asking you a question. I was wondering, um, do you know what that sound is? The snail was friendly when she finally answered his question. It's the trumpeter. <laughs> He's blowing his horn. Uh, I, I'm sorry. What? A lark hopped down from a nearby tree and took over the story. And thank goodness, too, because this part gets a little long when the snail tells it. The lark said, Well, Sonny, there was this one fairy who started up quite a ruckus in these parts recently. You see, it all started like this. It was a quiet day in the sunny meadow. The flowers and the fairies were kicked back all sweet and mellow. When suddenly everyone turned with a gasp as a brand new friend bloomed with a blast. Blah, 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 blah. <gasps> it was the trumpet fairy blowing his horn, which was a trumpet flower. A star is born. The larks gathered round, checking out the new sound, saying, man, that little country boy can play. Which was all fine, except his wild song went on for hours and hours, wailing away just that trumpeter and his flowers. The snapdragons roared, doesn't he ever get bored? And when the moon came out, the sunflowers started to pout. <laughs> because it was the trumpet fairy, night and day, playing his trumpet flower. Keeping everyone awake Son, give it a break Kissed old man Garter Snake And that's when the trumpeter realized his big mistake I'm so sorry, everyone Would you like to join me in this song? Well, the fireflies flashed and took up his beat The crickets tuned up and added counter-melody The tiger lilies swayed and the ladybugs zoomed and the bullfrog added in his deep bassoon all led by the trumpet fairy blowing his horn which was a trumpet flower a star is born the battle filled with joy man we love our trumpet boy and when night turned to noon he was still rocking every bloom I think it sounded a little something like ba
Everyone came from miles around to hear the trumpet fairy blowing his horn, which was a trumpet flower. A star is born. The buzz on the breeze was he's the bee's knees. Cause man, that little boogie woogie trumpet boy can play. He can play. Play, play, play. The whole meadow was rocking and laughing, singing and dancing. Tom could tell that this party was not going to end any time soon. Well, that was all fun and good for the fairies, but Tom had a butterfly on his mind, and he had promised his mother that he would be home by dinner. Remember? The golden butterfly. Where should he look next? Tom stopped under an old oak tree for a moment just to catch his breath and take a minute to decide which way he should go next. A hissing sound made him look up, and there, staring down at him from a low branch, was a mama possum with six possum babies riding on her back. They were, all seven of them, hissing at him. The mama possum looked at him with her sharp, fierce, black eyes. And Tom jumped back. He was a little frightened of her. The mama possum asked Tom in her possum voice, Young man, who are you? Uh, I'm Tom. Tom Gnome. Now, hmm, what's a gnome your age doing out here in the woods, so far away from your village? Well, ma'am... I'm looking for the golden butterfly. Tom showed her his butterfly net. The pixie peddler said she was close by, and I thought, well, I guess I thought I could catch her. Tom felt a little foolish all of a sudden. You thought you could catch her? Oh, young man, that pixie's filled your head with dreams. He has fantasies. Mm, That pixie, I personally never believe a word, he says. Now, what did he tell you? Something about an old verse? How does it go again? She looked at Tom expectantly, and so he spoke the words that he'd learned from the old gnome. The magic of the golden butterfly Air ancient and grand, if you can behold her in the palm of your hand, your pockets they'll fill with riches of all kinds, while love holds your heart and your mind grows airwise. Elusive is she, very difficult to find, for she is unbound by all place and no time. That, that's the verse, ma'am. The opossum asked Tom, Do you know what elusive means, boy? It means you won't be able to find her. The golden butterfly is just a story. It's not real. Mm -mm. No one has ever caught her, and no one ever will. The golden butterfly does not exist. A new voice came from the tree above. Is that what you think, Harriet? That the golden butterfly does not exist? Well, that is a sad state of affairs.
It was a Merlin falcon with a striped body and wings. She had a sharp beak, and she looked far more fierce than the possum, yet she had a gentleness in her voice that Tom found comforting. The possum and her babies all started hissing again. Yes, that is what I think. Do you know differently, Gertie? Well, Gertie answered her. Well, yes, as a matter of fact, I do, Harriet. As a wise woman once said, let a child dream, let his imagination run free, and let all the world be created from the very best in each of us. And who said that? Well, I did, said the falcon. Well, I think this child should be home in his village. What an upstart. Well, Tom hadn't even thought much about his village since he'd walked out of it. He'd been so excited about finding the golden butterfly. And now he started to wish that he was home. He was hungry and tired from his long walk. His father and his brothers would probably be on their way home right now and his mother would be putting dandelion stew on the table for dinner. Mm. But the more he thought of his brothers teasing him about chasing butterflies, well, he knew that he couldn't go home until he'd proven that he was a smart and capable gnome, one worthy of a lot more respect than they had ever given him. Nope, he would stay on his search for the golden butterfly. Gertie spoke again. Well... I believe in the golden butterfly. You need to have an open heart to find her. That's what I think. And such a boy as this may be just the one to prove you wrong, Harriet. Harriet the possum had one last thing to say. Well, it's a waste of time. It's just a waste of time. If you want to listen to this crazy old falcon's boy, you go right ahead. I'm going home to feed my babies. Gertie. You should leave this boy in peace. And the mama possum turned her back on Tom and the falcon and went on her way back up into the oak tree. Sorry about her, gnome. She isn't much of an adventurer. But that might be the right life for a possum, eh? said Gertie the falcon. And you, I see, you've got ideas of your own. Gertie flew down to sit on a low branch right next to Tom. What's your name, boy? Um, Tom, Tom Gnome. Gertie smiled, a falcon smile at Tom. Well, maybe I can help you on your journey, Tom Gnome. Here you go. Take this feather from me. Gertie put a sleek striped feather into Tom's hands. If you find yourself in need, just hold my falcon's feather in both of your hands and say my name three times. I'll help you if I can. She nodded. And take this advice too, Tom. Follow your instincts and your heart. Only these will ever lead you to where you want to go. Tom held Gertie's golden brown feather up to the light of the setting sun. He didn't know what to say. Thank you, Gertie, was all he could think of. She nodded her falcon head at him. And don't be afraid, my boy. You are stronger than you know. We all are. Gertie flew off before he could answer, and Tom set again along the road that led him further and further away from his home and closer, he hoped, to the golden butterfly. 
Later, as the sun settled in for the evening and the moon rose to light his path, Tom decided it was time to stop for the night. He settled into the soft bloom under a pine tree and carefully checked to make sure that Gertie's feather was still safely in his pocket. Our hero fell fast asleep in a forest full of blinking fireflies with the lullaby of the crickets in his ear. Snip, snap, snout. For today, my story is all told out. I hope you like the story of Tom and the Trumpeter. Thank you for listening to the April 8 Songs and Stories podcast. Find more April 8 stories, illustrations, handcrafts, music videos, and ideas for cultivating thoughtful, joyful children at April8.com. You can also follow me and my dog, Roxy, on Instagram and Twitter at April8Music. And of course, there's always Facebook, facebook.com slash April8. Until we meet again, remember, I love you and you are wonderful, just as you are right now. La, la, la.